And now, brought to you by Muquano Coffee Roasters. www.muquanocoffee.com Coming to you live, but not really live, from the Arnold Cluck smoking room adjacent to the tennis courts of the sprawling Cluck estate, it's the Gut Check Podcast, with your hosts, Ted Cluck and Zach Bartles. Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined, as always, in studio by my good friends, my partner in radio, Zachary Bartles. My partner in sharing a conscience live in studio. In studio. We're in his studio. <laughs> Dude, we didn't hear Garrett talk, but I bet he has a walking voice. I bet he has a walking I bet he does a mean walk. He'd be like, you guys. Dark bags. That wasn't very good. Yeah. Dark bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah, yeah, we go. Dark bags. If you haven't been listening, Garrett is our uh, the embodiment of our conscience. Dude, don't explain it to them. Yeah. Make them listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are, if you, why are you on this app if you haven't heard the last app? That's true. Who are um, you? Who do you think you are? So Zach, we're here in the studio. Studio, which doubles as the no, no, it's fine, dude. Dude, I'm really, I'm really flying high on these three energy drinks we drank. And the Excedrin and the No Dose. <laughs> um, we went. I went back to No Dose just for. I, I went to Rite Aid for nostalgic reasons. Ted dropped me off at Rite Aid. Yeah. Forgot why he was there because I was inside so long. Exactly. Because I cause, because I didn't have any deodorant. I'm just gonna be honest. Ted went out, grabbed a bite for dinner, came back, picked you up from Rite Aid. Yeah. Um, but while there, yeah. uh, near the right, right next to the travel yeah. uh, deodorant, there was a little thing of of no dose. Yeah. And I was like, I used to take that. I remember that from college yeah. and high school. Yeah. So I got that yep. and. Guys, it still works when you're in your 40s. I'm there gonna say that. Go. 200 hey. milligrams of good old fashioned all natural caffeine. Shout out Nodos, dude. We should uh, Nodos sponsor. You? We should bring them on as a sponsor. Yeah. Um, we started a new app immediately after the last step because we started having a conversation, and I said to myself, "This, this needs to be on the air. This needs to be on the air. This, yeah, is, this yeah. is worth discussing. This is good radio content. Ted awesome. was a little chilly. Yeah, so, we, yep. So we went to shut the uh, the door. I'm just gonna fill them in on what they missed, Ted. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and I said, Ted, you could roll down the sleeves of your, your flannel if you're chilly. Yeah. And then I said, I am impressed that you didn't tear those sleeves off, that you've right. left them intact. Right. And we started talking about how Ted, in his dead Garfield eyes phase, yep. wore his flannel shirt sleeveless. That's right. And then we were talking about how... With a tight t-shirt on underneath. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Was it always like an ironic one or was it like a black one or what? No, no, black, standard black, really tight. Did or... you wear them just once and throw them away like somebody else? Yeah, no, okay. I wish. Or standard white, uh-huh. really tight. Yeah, I gotta tell you what. Yeah, and I mean, this, I mean this uh, from a, a very detached and, and analytical yeah. point of view. That's right. A dude that's really like muscular. Yeah. Wearing just a white T-shirt is a cool look. Yeah, it is a cool look. Um, and and not even a real muscular. Just yeah, yeah. If, if there's no belly pushing the T-shirt sure. out. It's sure, a sure, very sure. cool yeah. look. It harkens back to like a '50s greaser kind of thing. Totally, that I think is cool. totally, totally. Um, but we got into this discussion of Ted in that. Uh, kind of era of his life mm-hmm. and we were talking about how when when people have um, a particular look a signature yeah, look yeah. it becomes like a uniform yeah. and when you see them in a different context they're out of uniform and it's weird yeah that's right that pretty well that's fair, fairly yeah, sums yeah. up and then I said Ted what did where did you work and did you have to get out of uniform for work and you said I said I managed the wellness center like the weight room at our university that does not surprise me by the way yeah, I mean, I was in there all the time anyway. So, you may as well be getting paid for it. may as well be getting paid. So I managed that. I did not get out of the uniform for that. Um, also, I delivered mail at our university. I delivered packages yeah. in a homeschool van. Did you ever write a uh, television pilot called Packages? <laughs> I did, dude. 
How come that hasn't been in anything that we put out? I don't know. I thought that was very brilliant. It was based on some of your, your you experiences. That you, you read it to us. Really? You read it to me and Aaron and KK one night. Get out of here. It was like a 22-minute like a sitcom pilot. Yeah, and it was funny. Dude, it's so funny. I literally hadn't thought about that in six years. Dude, we need to, we need to do a reading from that, maybe. Dude, I bet I don't even have it anymore. That thing's probably long gone. You don't use, like, Carbonite so that when you get a new computer, it passes all your files on to the next one? No. Usually, I just uh, keep what I keep what thumb I drive, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, man, um, you should do a search for that. It was very funny. I should search for it. There was, like, a some kind of conveyor belt thing. Yeah. And there was a guy who was, like, so into working there yeah. that when he went home, he had, like, an elaborate yeah, conveyor, conveyor belt in yeah. his house. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, Dude, that was funny. Anyway, though, put a pin in that because... Yeah. I said, he said, I wore that, you know, I broke the dress code a little bit when yeah. I was, and I said, you were a bit of a, a rebel. Yeah. And then you, you really made the revelation. Yeah. So in managing the wellness center at my university, which was a Christian college back then, sadly, now, uh, we're it's not Gungorian sure. now. Yeah. Yeah. It's Gungorian. So, um, he might be the new president, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So back then there was no secular music in the wellness center. But I introduced secular music to the wellness center. Ted, might I make the observation that... Which resulted in me getting called into the office. I had to meet with, a, with an administrator about it. Did, did you back down on it? Or what happened? I did what probably is um, on brand for me in that I was very respectful in the meeting. Meaning it, right? Because at the end of the day, I didn't want to displease anyone. Well, and um, if you weren't a jerk, you're not going to be jerk. like... You're not going to like give somebody guff for enforcing yeah. rules that their job is to enforce. Sure. So I think I probably complied, but if my friends would come in and they had requests... Mix I, it up a little I would mix it up a little yeah. bit and play whatever they wanted. I, uh, I kind of took the role of like DJ, host, like front of the house guy. Um, Welcome you know, to the weight room. I was a bit of a concierge, yeah, but a better one than Axel Rose. Axel Rose, yeah. because you didn't require anyone to bleed. That's it. Yeah. Or scream in order to get the. You were like, they were like, hey, would you do me a favor and put on some Metallica? And you were like, will you bleed? Yeah. I'll put it on. You can right. have whatever song you want, but I'm yeah. going to make you bleed. I didn't. I just put it on for them. Well, you know? That's a different way to go. So I was a, yeah, I was, I was in, a, in some senses probably a pushover as a concierge. My, my yeah. observation here is the years that you were at Taylor University, which must have been what, 97, 98? Yeah, 90, No, 93, 94, right? Or no, 94, 95. Early part of 96. And then you went to Indiana yeah. University. After I had Harry KK. Yeah. Um, those years yeah. were some of the best ever for, for Christian music. music. Oh, for, for Christian, Christian music. music. But the kind of music that was good in the uh-huh. sphere of Christian music would suck for working out. So what, what I'm talking would, about Jars of Clay, Black Eyed yeah. Skiva or something. Yeah. Like, you know, you're not going to be like... All right, throw another couple of, you know... Uh, another couple of 45s, big plates on the right, bridge. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Rain, rain on my face. Like, you, can't, you can't get amped up to that. Dude, I have a college friend. That, that song, Jars of Clay, that Jars of Clay track was so Flood. ubiquitous. Uh-huh. Flood back then. Um, every time I see this guy, and we're in our 40s now, he always comes up to me and, he, and he's like, But if I can't swim <laughs> at the floor... <laughs> Dude, like, I was at Cornerstone that uh-huh. year. And I recall very clearly being in my car. Yeah. And I had the presets. You know how you do. Yeah, yeah. This was not like a digital button. It was sure. you push a button and it mechanically and it like flips it over, yeah, it which it I missed. That I was missed. so cool, dude. But uh, it was on um, not Way FM. What was what it? What kind called? of car? Probably an Oldsmobile. It was a 1984 Grand Prix. Pontiac Grand Prix. Yeah. I loved that car. Uh, and and I pushed the button for the Christian station locally. Yeah. 
and it was playing that song. And yeah. I was like, oh, I've heard this was. enough times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I pushed the next one, which was WGRD, Modern yeah. Rock, yeah, Alternative. Yeah. Playing that song. Dude. So I pushed the button for KLQ, which was like a little harder rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing that song. What a moment for Jerry to play, dude. So yeah, I grabbed myself a cassette tape and popped it in and probably listened to some Blenderhead or MXPX or something. Dude, Jars of Clay at that moment, they must have thought, we're literally going to be printing money for the rest of our lives. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we are going to be so rich. Or until this song falls off the charts. Well, yeah, but when you're that young and you're that, like, high in your own oh, success, I, you don't yeah. ever think it's going to dry up, right? You're like, this is just going to be life now. Dude, there's a Jars of Clay album called Redemption Songs that yeah. hardly anybody has mm-hmm. or remembers that is one of my favorite albums of all time. It's really? so good. Now, what's and, the, get this, that dude, Hasseltine, what's yeah. his first name? Dan. Whatever. Dan Hasseltine, mm-hmm. which rhymes with Ann Hasseltine, which was Adoniram Judson's wife. Nice. Mixing no relation? Yeah. <laughs> Probably related, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think. Um, he did all the music for The Chosen, which is this really awesome like uh, streaming show about Jesus' disciples, which is one of the best Christian productions I've ever seen. Wow. I, he, he got like a little bit kind of wokey. But uh-huh. I, I think he's still putting a lot of good stuff, and he, nice. you know, he's not telling people there's no evil or good. Dude, now, now, where were those kids from? The the Jars of Clay kids. I think they all went to like Judson College or somewhere, and then just dropped Wheaton. I think they went to Wheaton. Sure. And then they dropped out after yeah. like a semester because their song got huge and they got signed. Fascinating, dude. And one of them, uh, Matt Brown Lewy or something, uh-huh. wrote a uh, novel. Which got picked up by Thomas Nelson or somebody sure, because of sure. what his name is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was called Illuminated. Okay. And it was and it was basically like, you know what? I'm going to be the next Dan Brown. And it was about an illuminated yes. Bible in the belly of a plane uh-huh. and all this. And it, and it was and I and like the first third of it, I was like, Ooh, this is yeah, really ramping yeah. up. This is going to be good. Yeah. I mean, the dialogue is stilted and the writing's not great, but it's you yeah. know the, the plot. And then it just. Dove or not dovetail? What's the word for like spun uh, out? Yeah, yeah. And and just kind of you know like remember the Challenger kind of blew up in two directions. Mm. Is it? It's way too soon for that, Zach. Um, <laughs> Did you watch that documentary? By the way, no. It's really good, dude. It would make me sad. I remember being in third grade and they or fifth grade or whatever it was. And they brought us all into a classroom. Oh yeah, me too. No context, no preparation. Yeah, yeah. We held the TV out and we we're like, we're gonna watch the the like national tragedy now. Here you go, kids. Dude, like, what? I had the same experience, but the documentary is exquisite storytelling. It's like a five-parter. Um, I actually showed part of it in my PR writing class this semester because it occurred to me that like the whole space program motif would have gone down in history as one of the most like exquisite examples of PR in the history of human existence were it not for mm-hmm. that happening. Dude, um, I remember... Here, when I hear something sad? Of course yeah. you do. I had written a letter. You're supposed to write a letter to, like, a hero. Sure. And written a letter to that, that teacher. What was her yeah. name? Krista McAuliffe. Uh, saying, I think you are amazing. You know, I want to yeah. be like you. I want to go to space. Yeah. You, you, you know, you've proven that anyone can do anything great. Yeah, yeah. And we hadn't yet sent them out. Oh. And, and it, I, I cried that day, dude. Yeah, and then I cried it, too. Cry, yeah. You know, five minutes ago, made, like, some kind of ha-ha reference. So now I feel yeah. like a huge jerk. Um, anyway, that was the end. Of, what, 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 what? I don't know what we were talking about, even. What are you talking about? <laughs> we so much energy. <laughs> I can only think in the milliseconds. Yeah, in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about jars of clay. We were talking about um, 
the 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 Dan Brown. Oh, you oh, were, oh! The you book. were trying to come up with a word for like for like spinning out. This. So anyway, yeah, yeah. The, the book was terrible. Yeah. The cover was awesome. Okay, and I still have it in my church library. It's a, nice. a, a handsome hardcover. Yeah, but honestly, a very bad book. Oh. Um, it should have just. I don't. Did that band break up? Or are they still together? Hate to see it. I don't know. Let's uh, let's look them up. We're looking a lot of things up these days. Yeah, we are. On the air. You you know what? I'm not going to pause anything. You wait. That's you have right. to learn some, some patience. It's listener. like you're in the room with us watching us look stuff up. Jars of... It's a great name, by the way, too. Because it sounds cool and, and yeah. it's kind of abstract, but it's a biblical reference. Okay, this says they're from Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. And they met at Greenville College in okay. Greenville, Illinois, which is a tiny, tiny Christian college. And they all happen to be like world-class musicians. That's lucky. Apparently, Yeah. Amazing, ninety-three to present, so they're still. I would, I would go see them in concert if that weren't an act of terrorism right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you weren't a hateful person, I would watch a zoom of their conference. Their con- concert. That's it. You would zoom in, and you would stay safe in doing that. Uh, Dan Hasseltine. Let's see what this. Uh, let's see what our boy looks like here. He has short hair. He had fantastic long hair back then. Dude, he like, looks like epic long hair. He looks like a good-looking guy, man. Dude, he is. Line. Yeah, no, he's um, a good-looking dude. He's forty-seven, so he's. Quite a bit older than, uh, than us. I hope he's also like like producing music and stuff. I like when guys like um, he's kind a, of father into that role. A regular columnist for Relevant Magazine. I love Relevant Magazine. I really you do. You really? Yeah. Unironically? Unironically. Oh, nice. Here's the thing with Relevant, though. Yeah. It started as like, when you turn 30, you're out. Because yeah. our readers are all in their 20s, our writers and editors, and then like... As now the they're all in their charge, mid-40s. Yeah, right. Or 47, and yeah. they're still writing, and, and, and we're the ones buying it still. Exactly. Let's, uh, let's do a little Google image. I'm going to Google, is Dan Hasseltine related to Anne Hasseltine Judson? There you go. Of Connecticut. Now, I, I'm going to, again, far be it from us to make commentary on someone's appearance, but I'm going to say something to you while, while showing you his current picture. Okay. And I'm going to... In showing you his current picture, sell you on the idea that even though he now looks like he's 47, he still looks like the coolest guy at your Christian college mm. if you could run it back to what he looked like in the 90s. Um, this is me showing you the guy right now. My phone just hopping out of my hands these days. Oh, Now actually, run, it, run it back, though. Yeah. Run it back to this guy in a North Face jacket. In your dorm in like 1993. I don't know, man. You're not seeing it. He, I am, dude. That that guy. He looks like Rob Bell's older brother. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I got you. Okay. Christian yeah. college hipster he circa. Like a, so he, you're not saying he still looks like a 90s Christian college guy. No, no, no. I'm saying in the I 90s. Got you. No, I got you. I got you. Got you. He would have been the king of your Christian college. And here he is in the 90s. Dude, the freaking the hair on that guy in the nineties was was something I I coveted. Did he have long hair? In the he, had, he had hair like down his back. It was it was like let's uh, find a picture of that. Very very cool long hair situation. Uh, yeah, I gotta find a picture. It was it was acoustic rock long hair, not like sure 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 sure. Not like it could AV. have been an extreme. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't like AV room long hair. Like here's your VCR, sir. That kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your VCR, sure. sir. <laughs> this is very, like... This is very... Look at this picture. This is very... We have our own table at the Dining Commons. 
Don't bother us. Right. Um, unless you're a hot girl. Unless you're a hot girl. Don't that come to the earth table. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Um, those, actually, those, those empty seats are saved for the hot girls that are coming later, so don't we, sit down. We registered for the same philosophy classes together so that we so that the we The Mickey go. Mouse one, though. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, I love it, dude. I love anything that harkens back to the 90s. I'm not going to lie. This is so. What was a real common uh, a song for you to spin as the uh, weight room coordinator at Taylor U? Dude, see, I got real, I got real edgy with it in terms of I would play the real loud like speed metal. I would play something off like Metallica's Master of Puppets or like um, Pantera's Vulgar Display of Power. Oh, just wow. to just to kind of screw with people. You were not like trying to find the line and stay just this side of it. Then no, no, I was crossing it. Um, in a way that still felt safe for Taylor because I wasn't like there was no like f bombs or anything. Yeah, I wasn't like drinking it. a beer while doing it. I was, I was, you know. You just were, music. to be fair, wearing a flannel shirt whose sleeves you've torn off. That's right. Which is the like attire equivalent, uh, kind of of equivalent drinking to drinking a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Oh man, yeah, what what kind of beer would that be? Uh, back then it would have been like old Milwaukee. Okay. Or. <laughs> Pabst Blue Ribbon, okay, but yeah. unironically back then. Right. PBR didn't become ironic until like a decade ago. So back then it would have been unironic. They had PBR. just earned the Blue Ribbon back then. You know what it would have been? They came by it honestly. My grandpa's best friend. Like my grandpa's Zach was a guy named Butch Shostokis. And uh, Butch Shostokis ran a Schlitz distributorship in Chicago. So my grandpa always had like awesome like free Schlitz like windbreakers and like bucket hats and stuff that I would kill for because it would be worth hundreds of dollars on eBay now probably ironically but uh, maybe it would have been a Schlitz. Dude, what if Arnold and Butch had a podcast? What would they have talked about? It would be this, but whatever the version of this was, circa like nineteen seventy one. You know. By the way, some new picks up of of, uh, of my dad. Clark. Yeah. Um, some new picks up in here of what's your dad's name? Ted Cluck. Ted yeah, Cluck. Ted Cluck Senior. We've yeah. got we've got uh, a lot of growth in the smoke room here. Yeah, dude, and, a lot and of it growth. all it's all on. It's theme. maturing. Yeah, yeah, it's maturing it as a smoke room. And I and I pointed out that your your grandpa. Yeah. Looked like Ken Cros- Cosgrove from Mad Men when he was yeah, young. Yeah, totally. He's got a 50s face, as you said. Great 50s face. Um, Dude, 50s faces were the best faces. Dude, listen to this about if, my If they didn't look racist. Some of them looked racist. That's right. Remember my uh, my fascination with the movie Back to School starring Rodney Dangerfield? Yeah. Uh, starring uh, also William Zabka. Uh, yeah, Zabka. Uh, great, great movie. So when my dad was in college, um, Butch Shostokis and, uh, and Arnold Cluck, my grandpa, they would go to visit him. And apparently they like ran the place for the weekend that they were there. Yes. Um, and they they were legends. They were the fun loving party guys. They were the fun loving party guys coming to visit my dad at college. I love that. I love that too, dude. Everyone's like, "Hey, when's your dad and Butch arriving?" Exactly. Ah, nice. Not gonna lie, that's a space that I want to like try to inhabit without looking like I'm trying. You know what I mean? Yeah, that could be sad. If, if it you could were... be sad if you tried to do it but failed, it yeah. would be sad. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you if you if you wanted that, yeah. it has to fall in your lap. That's it. Somebody else has to bestow it on yeah. you. Yeah, you can't uh, ask for it, which I just did. Uh, <laughs> it's on record In now. front of 61,000 <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I want to know, when you know how like when you, when you tap on a podcast that's anywhere in the 
Christianity, yeah. any of those subcategories. Yeah. At the bottom of whatever app you're in, it says yeah. like top podcasts in Christianity, and you got that big toothy stupid grin. Yeah. Um, right away. I want to know how far down that thing you got to go before you hit the liturgists, or have they not put themselves in? That's in a subcategory called Christianity former or <laughs> Christianity rank heresy. I'm uh, opening up Castbox. There you go. And I'm and I'm doing something I never thought I'd do. What's that? Look something up on the air during your show? No, look up the liturgist. Because that's something we often do. Yeah, looking up the liturgist, not yeah, something we thought. Click discover. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I, I had a, a real feeling yeah. last time, before we burned out on that, uh-huh. that the, the uh, next thing that the randomizer was going to choose was going to yeah. be a, a tweet that simply said, Soul, which is a, a Pixar thing on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Maybe the most beautiful movie I've ever seen. Or I think you called it a film. Um, you would definitely call it a film. <laughs> I've seen it. It's okay. It's not the most beautiful thing you've ever no, seen? not. Was it, it like every moment of the movie was the incarnation? <laughs> In and of itself? Funnily enough, yes. Funnily enough. <laughs> oh my gosh, when I started typing liturgists, for some reason it came up with the art of pastoring. I'm mm. not joking. Really? I think I've looked that up before, though. I did something with that graphic. I don't remember what. Now, should we... I did we... something with the graphic for the art of Yeah, yeah something that's been a, been a while. Now, should we... Not as content for the show, but just for our own edification. Hello, liturgists. Oops. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Real radio Almost voice. At the end of yeah. 2020. There's a lot of energy there. Yes. God. Good energy. <laughs> so. What a year. I mean... It's, for some of us, it's also been a gift, but... Oh, my gosh. Keep going. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Here, folks. Um, but here we are at the end here of it. Here we are. And here we are at the end of season six. Dude, the energy in this, this room podcast. right now. This guy's bringing it. I feel and like I'm having a fourth energy drink right now. He's really going for it. To you, um, to, for you to be watching out for, number one, this Sunday, December 20th, mm. we have... A special Christmas Advent gathering <laughs> yeah. over Zoom um, that we'd love to invite you to. Nope. All right. Um, Did you, you know that part of uh, Christmas vacation where like all of Clark's like eighty-year-old uncles are sleeping and they're they're in like adjacent recliners snoring? <laughs> I feel like that's us while listening to that. You know what, son? You got to check them. If one bulb goes out, the whole thing goes out. If you need help, I'll be upstairs asleep. <laughs> I'll be upstairs listening to the liturgists. That's right. All right, it's in the liturgists. It doesn't what tell me what categories, which is strange. I am under discover. It should it should show me, shouldn't it? Details. Hold on, here we go. Here we go. Michael Gungor, William Matthews, and Dr. Hilary McBride host a culture-shaping, genre-bending conversation yes. about the most relevant or bizarre mm. topics. Uh, there are no tags. There are 31 comments. Okay. I used to enjoy this podcast and the Science Mike podcast as well. However, the premise of both have shifted from their original respective premises to what can only now be classified as comically leftist nonstop virtue singling. (laughs) (laughs) Virtue singling comically leftist. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, but the next one, Mm -hmm. it's a comment by a guy named I.am.fearlessone. Yes! And uh, he says, this was so helpful, it made me... Feel really understood. Thank you, heart emoji. So, now, what are the odds that guy is actually fearless? He is fearless one, mm-hmm. and and the, the one that he was 
commenting on was called Am I Impure? And I guarantee the answer no. was no. Yeah, that's right. You are the incarnation. That's right. You you know what? If this guy would have talked to uh, to one uh, Ted Strongbow that's earlier right. on, he could have helped him understand. Dude, Strongbow would have been pushed even further into uh, messianic uh, yeah, delusions of grandeur. Um, now, can we get a couple of bars of The Art of Pasture? Oh, does, sure, It doesn't yeah. have to be for content. I don't but. know that I have uh, actually listened to it, have you? I, no, I have not. I, again, I remember looking at the graphic. I remember... I saving like it to my yeah. computer at some point. Yeah. What did I do with that? I'll be darned. I have no idea. The art... Here it is. Pastoring. Cow. It's loading, 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 loading. Oh, I don't think it's going to work. Way. Oh, here it is. Okay. I'm leaving this. Yeah, Leave this yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Goes without saying. Uh, they last podcasted on the 23rd. Is the Pope Catholic? Is Michael Gungor a heretic? <laughs> is the Pope Catholic? Yeah. Dude, I miss. You know who I miss? Who? Pope Benedict. What is that guy up to mm. right now? Probably, uh, probably podcasting with his buddy. <laughs> Butch. Yeah. Butch. <laughs> Pope Butch. Yeah. <laughs> Unsexy Ministry, December 1. That's the mm. one we're going to listen to a little bit of. Let's do it. From Christianity Today, this is The Art of Pastoring. I'm Jared Wilson. And I'm Ronnie Martin. Dude, this music energy brings a lot of here, energy. Yeah. yeah, dude. And it's going to be in my head all day. This sounds like a couch song. <laughs> That's a good song. But they've done something to the memory. Yeah. How long? How much of the song do they play? I don't know. Here, you get a whole song. A topic that we Where are is Ronnie recording from? I feel like Ronnie is like under all of his clothes at the back of his closet <laughs> or something. Like under all of his military jackets. That's a, there's a lot of jackets. He's, he's like, he's like, he couldn't get out from under the jackets, but I've got the light <laughs> propped up above them. I mean, I, there was probably a time we, we wouldn't have been allowed to use that word to describe our uh, our podcast topic, but today is a new day. It's a new day. Right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, hopefully, this doesn't need to come with a content warning or, or anything like that. So, I I gotta say, my least favorite kind of podcast, uh, and this comes into play when I talk uh, to to Josh Loftus yeah. about uh, someday. Are we still recording? Yeah, yeah. having a okay. uh, someday having a podcast. Uh, the the two pastors talking to each other uh-huh. motif uh-huh. never works for me. I feel like it's high on the like strained affected laughter quotient mm. you know like it, like uh, ha, ha, ha. oh gosh uh, alright oh gosh it, the, the laugh oh. the, that is the kind of laugh of like I gotta laugh at what you just said then not yeah. be a jerk but I do want to move us to our more serious topic uh, now ha, ha, ha. You, you really <laughs> you really got me going there I mean oh you got oh. me you got me guys oh. you got me with that one. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah 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 uh. <laughs> um oh. <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> where's it going with that? I feel like I had a, I feel like I had a, a follow-up comment on the art of pastoring. But, uh, oh. I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna have more of this purple one, dude. Go for it. I'm gonna have the rest of it. Kill it. Drink it out of the yeah, can. There you go. That's good for you, buddy. That's all natural uh. right there. Um, so two nights ago. Yep. I slept about like four and a half hours. Okay. Last night I slept a good nine. Good. Which I think has me set for the week. Good for you. Um, because I don't think I'm sleeping tonight. Yeah, no, no, that's not happening. Uh, not happening. 
we're going to Memphis tomorrow. Yes, we are. Where are we going to go to some kind of like blues cat lounge restaurant for lunch? What are we uh, doing? We're going to go to a place called Hattie B's Hot Chicken. Never been to Memphis, by the way. Uh, been yeah. to Nashville many times. Never been to Memphis. I'm a big Memphis guy, man. I like Memphis a lot. Um, do you want a lighter? Nah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, great city. Easy to get around. Memphis is like Nashville minus the hipsters. I mean, I flew into Memphis, yeah. but not really. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I got to say this too: the skyline was underwhelming. Well, the, by the, the airport, yeah, right? Because we were out in like the Romulus of uh, of, <laughs> Romulus of Memphis. That's right, Romulan Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. All right, but, Zach Pastor. But seriously. But seriously. Uh, regarding. I, you know what that always reminds me what of? We're including, about. including. Uh, here, here's a fact. Yeah. Ronnie Martin, cooler than I will ever be. Very cool guy. Jared C. Wilson, exactly as cool as I am. Yes, that's right. Uh, <laughs> and also, by the way, I think an incredible preacher and, yeah. a, and a good author and a very good writer. Yeah. I, yeah. I actually. Yeah. No irony. No. All joking aside. Yeah. Have like five Jared C. Wilson books, and I yeah. count them all to be very good. He's good. Yeah, he's good. He's very what good. What are you doing, man? Just making a lot of cellophane noise? <laughs> making cellophane to, noise. To what end or purpose? I was going to wad this up and then throw it away. Okay. But then it occurred to me that we were still making radio. <laughs> you will throw it in the trash. Yeah, you know maybe it, it might not be the best. Taking the trash from you feels like a mom thing to do. Here, yeah. give me your trash. You're, you're momming me. Yeah. Speaking of which, that is what it feels like when I hear any of those podcasts, including that little snippet there. Yeah. I'm in the backseat of my mom's Cutlass Supreme, yeah. which was of the era after Cutlass Supremes were cool, after, sure, after sure, any sure, Oldsmobile sure. was yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. when they were tiny little like yeah. compact cars, and she's listening to Family Life Radio, FLR, oh, yeah. oh, WUGN, yeah. uh, and there's just two guys talking about yeah. some issue, usually mm-hmm. interviewing a woman, yeah. and and there's a lot of that, kind of like, oh, oh yeah, oh, yes, oh. so, and if you would send in your gift to... That's right. Yeah. I just want to remind you that the Gut Check Press, Get Check podcast is listener supported radio. If you would like <laughs> to support right. our ministry, we you will can buy you a magazine a, for yeah. ten to twenty three dollars, <laughs> or a copy Along of with freaking a, re-raptured people. Along with a handsome canvas tote. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, no, guys? What? We looked up re-raptured without the colon, and, it and Amazon can find it now. There we go. You have no excuse not to buy an omnibus. It's thick. Yeah. There's a girth to it and a heft. A heft. A nice... A, nice, a real heft. A nice hand feel, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I can't tell you what it smells like, but I bet it smells good. Yeah, so, it smells really good. Um, and if your name is Grant and you live in Australia... You'll be smelling it in one to two years. <laughs> <laughs> classy uh, Grant. Classy Granty. The guy behind the guy behind the guy. Um, now... Can I can I ask you a, a bit of a vocationally oriented question? Yeah. Why do you not listen to a lot of like pastors talking to pastors podcasts? Because it's the most boring thing in the world. There's one that I listen to. Okay. It is called the White Horse Inn. Oh yeah, been around forever. Michael Horton. I feel like that used to be. Correct me if I'm wrong. Tapes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They used to like um, send you a tape. Everywhere. It's a radio program and now a podcast too. And other than that, what if we got into the tape business? What if we recorded these, we sent them out on a tape? I'm going to say this. Listen. Yeah. Everybody, are you listening, people? Pull over. Are you uh, driving? Pull over. Pull over. All right, listen. Are you driving? Stay home. Stay safe. Stay, yeah. yeah. Are you driving? Shame on you. Are you driving? That could kill someone else or you. <laughs> right. Uh, How dare you? Yeah. Why do you care more about transportation than people? Are like, you driving? Because that involves your face, which is what the scary things come out of. 
but which is not apparently in any way a philosophy shared by any residents of Humboldt, Tennessee. Dude, Humboldt, Tennessee. It's been a nice break from all of that. Gives zero bleeps about <laughs> any of that. Zero pastors podcasts about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I feel like they're very boring on the mm-hmm. uh, for the most part because sure. they're talking about the same old things. Sure. They're, there's like they're always talking about an issue that I've already read an article about. Sure. I already know what I think about it, and I usually don't even care about it. Sure. And it it feels like I'm back in the backseat of my mom's car, wishing that I could put my Petra tape in instead of listening to this to Family Life Radio. Yeah. Instead of listening to a dialogue between Dennis and Barbara Rainey about parenting, <laughs> you know. <laughs> now Barbara or or, or J- James Dobson, where I play my own yeah. like. Like mental drinking game, yeah. where where like every time he says puberty, I like take a shot. Yeah, yeah, in the backseat at twelve years old. Exactly. Oh man, I feel like every time he, I heard James Dobson say puberty, mm-hmm. it, it advanced my actual puberty like that much further. Yeah, yeah. Like I would have, I would have, my voice would have changed like two years later if That's I hadn't right. been in yeah. that car. It, it filled you with an overwhelming need to rebel. Um, yeah. Dude, it's wild that, like... Okay, so here's a... This is probably me stating the obvious. It, here's a difference between the way we grew up and the way our kids grew up. So, we grew up... You, you said that anecdote about being in the back of the Oldsmobile. I knew immediately what you were talking about. I knew immediately not only the kind of show, but the actual show. <laughs> because my, my mom had a Buick that I sat in the back of listening to the same kind of thing. Right? I associate the sound with feeling a little bit carsick. Sure. Yeah, that's right. Horribly um, bored and a little bit queasy. Horribly bored. You're probably in between going to like a Joanne Fabrics mm-hmm. and the Christian bookstore. Or town and country. Town and country. It was, yeah. was, was a clothing store in the Hampton Square Mall. There you go. Um, Dude, how much time did you spend just like looking at the zippers or the buttons or something? An inordinate amount of time. Oh my gosh. My favorite thing in... When in, will it end? My favorite thing at Joanne's, do the fake fur. Mm, yeah, I would look at the patterns. I would look at the patterns of the Halloween costumes. Yeah, that's fun stuff. And I would look at the fake fur. And you'd be like, "Why do the, does the artist who draws the different things that are patterned within always draw people in this way that people never look like? Like this that's right. kind yeah. of stretched out, angular, elongated, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like yes, it was something odd about the people. Yes, that's right. This is a deep one. You know what else I was fascinated with watching mm-hmm. that big table. No more grouped, table. No more table. Except there was a lot of table. Yeah, lots more table. <laughs> and it had grooves in it. Cutting the fabric. In which they would yeah. cut the fabric. And I like made, watching them cut the fabric. Because they would do one like squeeze. And, and then, then, and then run, run it, it down. Yes. yes. And it made a very satisfying sound. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, dude. If I could go and watch somebody do that now. It would give me like almost tear inducing memories. Should we head to child. Joanne's this afternoon? <laughs> Let's go to Joanne's. That wouldn't be weird at all. Two middle aged men. Reeking of cigar smoke and and and, and going, monster. Hey, hey, honey, would you do me a favor and cut some more fabric? It yeah. just fills us with yeah. nostalgia. I'm not going to buy it. I just wanted to order it. Can, <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I take a turn cutting the yeah. fabric? Do you think they'd let us cut the fabric, dude? We could get a job there and do it and get paid. That'd be incredible, dude. Dude, the Joannes, I think, by our house. Yeah. All other stores opened back up, and they were still like, "Listen, pull up to the curb." Yeah. You can't, you can't come in. Yeah. You, you, you have to tell us what you want. And uh-huh. granted, there's like a gazillion versions of everything inside. Sure, sure, sure. But we'll bring it, my, my wife was lamenting that. We'll bring yeah. it out to you. Yeah. We'll go get a, a little like sewing notion that costs 75 cents, but it'll take us like 
15 minutes to go get it, bring it to your the, the window of your car, yeah. Wearing a, a freaking radiation suit like Marty McFly. Wearing a hazmat suit, yeah, like Marty when he drives into that... Uh, that, that... What's a gigawatt? Yeah, oh. Dude, that's so... Sorry cool. about your barn. Yeah, the barn. Um, hey, should we talk at all about John Wick 3? Sure. Which we watched last night? Yeah, we watched it. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like you were taking notes from time to time as we were watching the movie. Were you taking notes about things to talk about on the program? You know what, actually? Yeah. I was taking a note here and there of something that I, I thought of to put in a book I'm writing. Unrelated to John Wick 3. No, not unrelated. Yeah. Like, inspired by, spun off from. Got it. I loved that movie. That was fun, dude. Dude, that, and here's something funny. You know when yeah. you see somebody... Uh, you know, like every week, you watch them slowly grow and change. Sure, sure. But I see your kids two to three times a year. A couple times a year, yeah. Probably, probably three to four times. Sure. Because you, you pop in for a minute sometimes. Yeah, we come in there. Yeah, we yeah, come yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I've, I've watched your son get bigger and bigger. But I remember yeah. there, was a, there was a time, and granted we've been friends now for a dozen years, so yeah. in, in like 18-year-old terms, that's, sure. that's a long time. But, like, I remember when Tristan, even, even a few years ago, You'd be like, buddy, hold on a minute. Coming up is a scene where, you know, Kreese yeah. punches through the car window and there's blood on his knuckles. Yeah, yeah, You're going to yeah, want to look yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. And he was real sensitive about it. Uh-huh. And I remember my son until fairly recently also yeah, was yeah. the same way, which I kind of liked. Yeah, it was good. But you wouldn't want him to still be like that when they're like 18. Like, sure. oh, I can't watch it. He would, Tristan was all about like the headshots. Oh, yeah. And like the, he was like, hold on, watch this. He's going to stuff that bottle down that guy's throat and then yeah, yeah. punch him in the throat. The bottle's going to break. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, yeah. whoa, buddy. There's a lot of testosterone in this room and almost none of it's mine. Yeah, he'll be like, dude, check it out. Uh, he's going to hold that guy against the wall with his knee and reload. And this then pull the guy's head too, which I, we should yeah, watch tonight. Yeah, yeah, sure. Do you have it? Yeah. Watch it on order. Dude, we got all of them. Where's Tristan? Tell all him. the John Wicks. I'll text him. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. Great movie. A lot of fun. Great gun stuff. Um, that may be the only way we get to enjoy guns in the future. <laughs> don't Actually, get that, political. People don't I like don't, it. Not gonna like it. Um, do you, Do you think under under a certain administration, like the re-release of John Wick, is gonna be? It's gonna be John Wick, but without all the gun content. You're so about the second term of Trump. <laughs> it's gonna be like a seven minute movie. John Wick 3 standing for three minutes. Although, I told you, I would have just watched him wander around those streets in the oh, rain. Oh, totally, yeah. It was good Streets in the Rain movie. Yeah. It, dude, it was a... The sets in that thing. Yeah, dude, the sets. The, if that didn't get... I know it was just a dumb movie. It was a dumb movie. But if that didn't get some kind of award nod... For set design. For set design. Yeah, absolutely. And cinematography. Sure. Then it means that people were just being... Oh, uh, what do you call uh, they were being they're elitist being, and snobby. Yeah, because it's not Oscar bait. They're, they're, they're prejudiced against right. that kind of movie. That. And Keanu, poor Keanu. Dude, poor Keanu's Keanu. never going to get his statue. I'll tell you that. Dude, he was awesome in that though. Dude, Keanu is always awesome. You know what? Here's a question, and we we can go back to the movie. We should go back to the movie. This relates to the movie. Um, if you were an actor, would you rather have an Oscar, or would you rather be in a franchise like that? That's widely regarded as stupid but that people really like and really love and every everywhere you go it's like dude I loved you and John Wick 100% the second, the second one, one. Yeah, yeah of course same, same absolutely or in Remains of the Day yeah right where yeah. someone's like oh that was a great movie you're like oh you're the one who watched it yeah yeah exactly hey KK hey there she is hey, hey. Dude, look, she's got a pair of scissors, like, uh, she's cutting along that... Hey, do you know how to do the thing where you cut the fabric, and you just do, like, two little cuts, and then you're like... 
Yeah. Yes, and you can also do that with wrapping paper. I've tried, yeah. and it always rips. Yeah. Mm. It does. It goes for like four or five inches, and then it's like rip, rip, rip. You know what we were talking about? And by the way, we're on the radio. We're on the radio. This is the radio. We were talking about family life radio. Yeah, Dennis and Barbara Rainey here. Um, we were talking about how nostalgic it would be to like go to Michael's and watch the lady cut fabric on that huge table with that little trench where the the scissors go. Um, and how do you like, know what we mean by that? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. However, and how literally hours of our childhood were spent waiting watching, watching for our moms to buy fabric. I, I hate to break it to you, Michaels doesn't sell. All right, Joanne's. Yeah, Joanne's. We call Michaels classy Joanne's. That's right. Upscale Joanne's. <laughs> no fabric Joanne's. Um, Hobby Lobby has it. You could go to Joanne's or Hobby Lobby today. Listen, Michaels used to have one of those tables with a trench in it, yeah. but no more table. Oh, no more table. <laughs> no one is coming to help you, my friend. <laughs> Dude, I love that. That's an underrated, sneaky, funny line. Mm-hmm. No one is coming to help you, my friend. The fire alarm has been called off. Dude, do you feel like that guy, in a context where he wasn't robbing the Nakatomi Corporation, would be kind of a good hang? Yeah! Like, he seems like kind of a decent dude. Although, I don't know. Would he be a friend, as he claims to be? Dude, he are, might. You, are you talking about the guy who lopes around in the gray sweatsuit? <laughs> He's a loper! He's <laughs> a total a loper! loper. <laughs> yeah. Lope City. Carlos brother. I don't think he'd be a very good hang. You know why? Why? He's a liar. He said, yeah. no one is going to hurt you. Then he and jumped around the corner. Jumped like, oh, yeah, right, right. a machine gun. Yeah. Liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she cut she, Some fresh herbs for fresh our dinner. Fresh herbs for our dinner. We bought so many. Wait. Steak. Wait. Your, your son's got a friend over. Do we need to go buy another steak? No, dude. We brought like 30 pounds of steak. All right. Yeah. We're going to be fine. I would be willing to go back to Latham's. There's going to be a salad involved. There's going to be a pasta steak. dish. The whole Let's deal. Let's tell that kid and everybody but us fill up on bread. Let's tell that kid go light. Go light. These, these, these are company steaks. These skinny kids who are like 14, 15, oh gosh. they are going to eat so much because they're growing so fast. They are. And yeah. they can eat it in just bottomless pits. I Absolutely. Miss that. That's why I'm making a huge vat of pasta to go with it. Nice. Who wins? We'll be okay. Who's the big winner? Gut check wins. Everybody wins. Yeah, gut check's the big is, winner. When a kid cooking. Um... Dude, yeah, that dude. was a solid lady. Solid that's, that's a lady. good lady. She's a stand-up gal. Um, yeah. <laughs> dude, I love the energy right now. This reminds me of uh, reminds me of Michael Gungor's podcast, The Art of Pastoring. Could could Gungor have talked any slower? You know how people sometimes will listen to a podcast at like two x. Yeah. It's like you have you, you if you, you have to listen to a it three x they give it to you at like sixteen x yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly and then he's like guys we have a uh, Zoom Christmas event and it's uh, still kind of slow but you're yeah, like oh, yeah. okay yeah okay I can get through it in an hour there's a half. warning not to listen while driving because <laughs> exactly. you might just nod off and run into a bridge embutment that's right um, yeah dude John Wick uh, fun movie Tristan's out there schooling those guys now. no dude I love it yeah he never never misses an opportunity to. Dude, how's how's and this might not be for general public yeah, okay. consumption. How's he doing with like the loss of senior year stuff, like football? Dude, or he's he's fine. Like I feel like, and maybe this is a more of a generational conversation that that our audience could enter into. Something we talked about, I think, off the air the other night was the fact that. High school kids now hang out differently than high school kids when we were around. Right. Like, when we were around, it was like, Russell would come over to my place, or I'd go to his place, and we'd just start driving around. 
Like under me the too. premise of me like, and my buddy, we'd, we'd get in and we'd just drive. We put on our favorite music and we'd yeah. stop at different places. Yeah, but like, hey, it was driving. We're gonna go get a taco, or we're gonna go uh, pick up a can of paint so we can do whatever. But, but it's like, literally gonna take like three hours because we're gonna just take three hours. Yeah. We're driving around. We're gonna you know whatever. Stop and, it at a girl's house here or there. Like we were in the sure, neighborhood. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they don't do that. They, you know, they hang out differently. They get together like online and play video games before. COVID and everything they were already Before COVID, doing they, were, they were still doing that. That bums me out. It bums me too, dude. And I have to try really hard not to, like, judge it. Because it's different than the experience that I had, which doesn't make it bad. But it's our just experience was different from our parents, too. That's it. And too. we were like, they just don't get us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, every generation is going to have some of that. To so, be fair, we were also just sitting in a chair. We were just driving. Yeah, we were just driving. <laughs> right. It wasn't like we were, uh, you know, doing wind sprints most of the time we hung out. By the yeah, time, yeah. The sound you're hearing is Ted... Kind opening of compulsively opening and closing a sliding door. Well, you know what I'm doing. That this he is, just fixed with his fingernail. This is an old man thing. I'm trying to, like, screw in this, like, Phillips head screw uh, in your, my door handle. With your fingertip. With my fingertip. And in doing so, I'm, like, gently sliding the door back and forth in a way that... Um, Ted, here's an old man thing. Yeah. If I had brought my keys... Yeah. My car keys? Oh, I'd be, you'd be hitting that with the key. No, I have on it two keys, one of which is a slot and one which is Phillips head oh. screwdriver. See, you know, that's preparedness. That's old man preparedness. That's lashing yeah. related yeah. preparedness, yeah. Lashing. You gotta be ready to, to screw those things with your keys. You know what I noticed about John Wick hmm? in the movie John Wick 3, which we watched last night? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What? What's funny? How oh, quickly we're jumping around. That's just a good radio setup. Very yeah. good yeah. segue. Yeah. yeah. What did you notice? Uh, Top notch lasher. That guy, that guy made a gun out of two guns. Two Lots of lashing, guns. dude. Two antique guns. He had a lot of, at any given time, ammo, knives. Lots of things lashed to his person. Um, good lasher. What's your favorite line from John Wick 3? And then I'll tell you mine. My favorite line from John Wick 3. Uh, I love this line. Tristan loves this line. We, we like jumped on this one immediately. It's uh, after he kills the bald guy. That bald guy was amazing, too, in the, by yeah, the way. Yeah, the, the guy that was always on another he was, drawer. He was always one level up, one level just up, clapping. clapping. Yeah, so John Wick finally... With leather gloves, so it made kind of a yeah, sound. Yeah, kind of a yeah. muffled, yeah. Um, so John Wick finally kills that guy. And John Wick stands up after their fight to leave, and the guys, like, run through with a sword. And he says, go ahead, I'll catch up to you. And he's like, I'll be seeing you, John. And John Wick stops, and you think he's going to say something, like, super snarky, but he's just like, no. You won't. No, you won't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he thought he was going to do like the honor thing and yeah, be like, yeah. you were a worthy opponent, but he's right. just like, no. He's like, no, you're not going to see me on account of you're going to be dead. I just yeah. killed you, so no, yeah, you're yeah, not going to yeah. see anything. I love that line. What's your favorite? My favorite was, and this is an easy one, but yeah. um, when the guy who plays Swearingen on, on Deadwood, uh-huh. uh, that, that old grizzled guy yeah, who yeah. runs the Continental, yeah, yeah. Um, was like, what do, you, what do you need? Yeah. And he goes, guns. Yeah. Lots of guns. Yeah. Which was, it just transparent reference to The Matrix, a movie starring also, like John Wick 3, Keanu freaking Reeves, and, uh, uh, what's his name? Larry, Morpheus. Uh, Larry Fishburne. Yeah, yeah Lawrence yeah, Fishburne, yeah. who's who's always amazing. Yeah. Who, who, you know what I love? Um, that guy has a better narrating voice than Morgan Freeman. Oh, he's good. Yeah, there, unbelievable. There's a movie that came out 15 years ago, now 10 years ago, uh-huh. um, called TMNT, and it was a Ninja Turtles CGI movie. Yeah. And... It was kind of unremarkable. Yeah. It was a story about the Ninja Turtles fighting people. Uh-huh. You want this one? No, that's Dude, this awful. one. Is that gone? Uh, no, that there's gone? plenty of that. Yeah, plenty of that. Um, and, and it starts with a Lawrence Fishburne narration. He goes, yeah. four brothers, four turtles. 
Nice. And, and, and he does this whole big... And, and it gives me chills nice. to hear him laying out the mythos yeah. of Raph, Mikey, Donnie, and Leo. Yeah. Um, and, and I feel like any time there's like... Unless it's Sam Jackson popping into randomly to yeah. narrate part of a uh, uh, Tarantino movie. Right, right, right. You can't get a better narrator than Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, His great. voice is so crisp and so perfect. Dude, he had some incredible lines last night. Mm-hmm. Um so, sometimes you gotta cut an MFR. Yes. When, when, the, when the lady's like, I gotta cut you seven times. Fearless. Too. Yeah, fearless. That was a great character. Yeah, oh, great character. Dude, dude. Were we only watching John Wick 2 tonight? I watched sure. it really bad. I want to too. And then maybe like tomorrow morning we watch John Wick 1. <laughs> Just watch it Reverse order. Yeah, no, I love it. <laughs> dude, but we watched John Wick 1 though. We're gonna fast forward to when the dog dies. I can't do it. It's a bummer. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers for John Wick 3, which Hello. this is like the only plot point in the whole movie. So yes. I'm spoiling it for you. Uh, a dog gets shot. But then you find out it was wearing a bulletproof vest and it didn't, like... Yeah, it didn't get killed. didn't yeah. get killed. And it kills a lot of people. Yes, it How does. did they film those dog attacks? I don't know. Like, did yeah. they really kill people? It was remarkable. <laughs> yeah, I think it's several do- several dudes died. Something that John Wick 3 did amazingly mm-hmm. is you know there was a ton of CGI. Yeah. There was not one millisecond of it where I was like, oh, that looks fake. Oh, that's CGI. Dude. Nothing looked fake. Now, when we started watching with my wife... Did you mentally set an over under on how long she would last before she dipped? I was I because she lasted longer than I thought. I wanted to turn it off because I wanted to watch. Here's something about me. Yeah. There was the chance of your whole family being together watching a movie, and and I wanted to preserve that. Sure. Especially since your kids are getting older, you know, probably Tristan's going to go move on campus. Yeah. yeah. Like I hated the idea that the movie that I agreed to was going to mean that your whole family wouldn't be together. Sure. Um, But yeah, I. I, I I don't know. She said she said about twenty minutes in, there needs to be a little more plot here soon, or I'm out. <laughs> and I lied to her and said they're gonna weave dude, a plot I, together. I boldface lied because in my mind, dude, and, and, and this is where I was coming from. It wasn't a lie in the moment. It, in retrospect, it was totally. You thought a lie. it was true. I thought it was true because I remembered all the stuff with with Fishburn and the Bowery, and I'm like, oh, there's a good story there. When in fact, the story. No. There's absolutely no story. You there. could write a plot synopsis. That was like as complete as the entire script on like it, half a post-it. Yes. Yeah. Half yeah. It makes it Rocky say, Four. Keanu kills people. Yeah. The end. Rocky Four looks like um uh I, I don't know the 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 Doctor Zhivago. Doctor Zhivago or the 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 thing with the with Rosebud you know the sled. Citizen King. Citizen yeah, King. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah yeah yeah. Is Dude, this, no. Wait a minute. Is it possible that Rob Bell would have like bang, bang, monster, and then that's why he was like, this one's about uh, ghetto blaster volume snail over yeah. under. Dude, now I don't want to listen to the liturgists ever again. Hmm? But I do really? bet. Why? Wait, I, hold on. Talk, lean into that. I do bet that there's a lot of kind of, kind of, kind of in there. Yeah. Uh, but it's high on the kind of, kind of, kind of. I feel scale. like there's, there was a point. Mid-emergent rain, right? Yep. yep. Where so what year would this have been? Like 2007, 2004 to 2006, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Where like hemming and hawing became it makes you look thoughtful. It w- that was virtue signaling. It's no yeah. longer I'm inarticulate. It's I just don't want to make. Yeah, any I don't want to make any claims. definitive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah. I don't want to say anything at all. Yeah. I, I, in fact, I, so I listen to my own um, sermons. Yeah. Each and every week. Yeah. Before I put it on, and part of it is to get out. Like if I misspeak, I'll just delete it. Sure, sure. Um, which is that a lie? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, the other part is to listen. The main thing is, and, and I had a prof tell me to do this. Yeah. You're listening for your own new 
um, like pet phrases that get annoying yeah, or tics. tics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I found that I was doing a lot of. So this is like he's sort of. Yeah. He's kind of, and I was, and I realized one day I'm like I'm saying that all the time, and no, David isn't kind of killing Goliath. Right. He's just killing Goliath. Like, That's I mean, like, it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just take out all the sort ofs and all the kind ofs. Yeah, yeah. And say something. He's killing Goliath. Yeah, yeah, just say the thing. It doesn't. It doesn't make you seem smart. Yeah. That you're qualifying something that's not qualified. Yeah, like the door is kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of. It's sort of. Uh, Being open and closed a whole bunch of times. Yeah. The the door handles kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of falling off. You know what? Do you want me to just take the door apart, much like I did your your whole like window setup upstairs? Yeah. Apparently, you made yourself at home up there. Like everything's disassembled, like in a pile on the floor. Like, hey, you know, make, make yourself, <laughs> make, make yourself home. comfortable, meaning <laughs> disassemble a lot of things, I guess. Is, if that's your reality, if that's the comfort, the comfort space that you want to inhabit, like, get hot in here now. Yeah. Uh, here, you want me to, hey, you know what makes it less hot? <laughs> Open the door. A little bit of this. Open it for uh, a moment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're kind of fanning the air and... <laughs> Kind of gonna get anywhere. Kind of fanning. Yeah, I am fanning here. We have to uh, go 18 more minutes because it's always gonna be an hour five. Now. Okay. Um, Dude, so yeah, John Wick 2 tonight. Um, I can't remember. Now, I've seen John Wick 2 probably twice. I can't for the life of me differentiate anything that happens in that movie from anything that happens in John Wick 1 or John Wick 3. They all run together for me. It's quite possible John Wick 2 is just made up of, like, deleted scenes from John Wick 1. <laughs> it probably or is. Or alternate too. takes. It probably is. Yeah, it probably is. But, doggone it, those are enjoyable movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't they? Yes. They're fun. And they're fun to watch. Here, Here's the magic of it from, a like, a fathering standpoint. They're fun to watch with your teenage son of a certain age. Because he's really into the guns and the fighting, and, and like it's cool for him. Dude, your uh, wife had a really astute question. What was it? She said, When, now, when does the story start? And then I lied to her. <laughs> yeah. No, she said, when, Is this trying to look like a video game, or are video games trying to look like this? What a great question. It was. I, I, in fact, I missed some, some, some real important plot points because I was, I was rattling it around in my mind. You know what? I'm in love with her intellect as well as like the rest of her. Yeah. Um,. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was a really condescending question in as much as it suggested that watching two hours of John Wick 2 was like watching somebody play a video game. Oh, I didn't, I didn't read it that way. I thought she was just yeah. kind of musing on the, the fact that video games are getting so real looking. Okay. Maybe she was musing on that. I, I have been in GameStop. My son likes to go to GameStop and buy yeah. like Pokemon cards and, and sure. games for his yeah. Switch and stuff. So I'll just kind of wander around. Yeah. And inevitably, it's kind of like being a Joanne's. Wishing that there was a lady cutting fabric. Yeah, yeah. It's actually somebody, yeah, they're just... Yeah. And, and there's a TV there, and there's like a... This is sad. It's a talk show yeah. about video games. Dude, I wish there was a video game where... <laughs> it's called Notions. You can take a pair of scissors and like... <laughs> actually, there is. It's on that Oculus thing that you can get now for your PlayStation or whatever, and you, you can just... You gotta hit like, like two buttons things. together to like... But uh, I'll watch that thing and uh, talk about video games at length, and I don't remember yeah. why. Oh, right. So sometimes they'll show like a scene from one or something, yeah. and I'll be like, "Holy crap! That looks especially." Yeah. yeah, dude, they've gotten to the point with football video games. Oh, they're unbelievable, dude. It looks indiscernible from a from the TV. Game. Yeah. At which point, watching a football game is basically like watching someone play a video game, but That's not right. well because yeah. you can yeah. do cooler That's stuff right. on the video game. Sure. Yeah. 
video game, but but I have no interest in them, and yeah. I play none of them. When I play a video yeah. game, I play uh, like Pac-Man or yeah. Galaga. Because yeah. I am old. Yeah, and they harken back to a simpler time when your life consisted of... Breathing? Li- breathing and listening freely? to... Yeah, yeah, breathing freely and not wearing a mask and listening to Dennis and Barbara Rainey on the, on the radio <laughs> in, your, in your Pontiac... Um, oh, whatever it was. It was Oldsmobile. Oldsmobile, man. yeah. What's so funny is like the one day realizing like, wait, there was a time when Oldsmobiles were super... Because I live in Lansing where yeah. Oldsmobiles were invented, where R.E. Olds built the whole town. Dude, but when we were kids, Oldsmobiles weren't cool. They were know. just tiny sedans. But there are, and I'm sure you remember this. Old ones, cool I old would ones. say a dozen, mm. like the best era, perfectly restored, mm. uh, you know, big boat Oldsmobiles <laughs> tooling yeah. around town. Um, driven by like guys who probably worked for Oldsmobile and got yeah. it, got it, you know, the, the deal on it, and some like you know young guys yeah. who've kind of tricked out some of those big yeah, yeah, old yeah. ones that are that are just amazing. Yeah, those I are great. Love those cars. Those are great. Let's just rub roughly end it. Okay. Um. <laughs> we gotta go take some photos, man. Yeah, we do. That's gotta, right. We're losing light. We're losing light. <clears throat> I don't look good. I haven't showered today. You look amazing. Thank you, baby. You look, you know um, what? Just rip the sleeves off that shirt, and you'll look all you'll look like yourself twenty years ago. What if what if we what if we did an experiment where I I located an old flannel that I was done with, and, and one of the shots was that. One of the shots was that. Would you would now would you rip the sleeve off, or would you take what, like some scissors and do like a little cut, and then go <laughs> all the way around <laughs> like I was at Joanne's? Yeah. yeah like, um, I don't know. I think you should tear it. I think it should tear. Do what you're comfortable with. Let, let the muscle memory, the training kick in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking through my array of flannels, wondering if I have one that I can sacrifice. Dude, don't sacrifice one that you still like to wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, if you still enjoy wearing it, keep wearing it. If you still enjoy doing this podcast, keep doing it. That's it. Yeah, that's words to live by. Um, yeah, we got to get photos taken. I have some sleeves to rip. We have some steaks to grill. Steaks to grill. We need to go. Um, we don't. We always do we on this program. Go. Which is talk about a whole bunch of stuff in rapid fire fashion, um, which could convey the idea that we're on cocaine. Miss some, but we are not. Yeah, we are on an array of sad energy drinks, um, one of which we enjoyed. I'm high on gut check. That's right. That's what I am. High on gut check. We've done what we always do, and we will see you next time. <laughs> The sound of